T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We had Stephanie Thomas, a Democratic candidate, on a little bit earlier this morning. Now we welcome in Dominic Rapini, uh, the Republican candidate for Secretary of the State. Uh, Dominic, how you doing? I'm doing great, Brian. How's the next 36 hours go for you? Well, listen, first of all, i got to say I'm a little embarrassed. You guys talking about all those nostalgic candies. <laughs> I, I didn't recognize any of them. I mean, when I was a kid, all I got was cannolis. Well, that's pretty good, too. That was pretty good, too. Sticks to your bones. Uh, yeah, but next next thirty six hours is uh, it's all voter engagement. Um, I've uh, I've already been to diners this morning, just talking, spreading the word, and uh, to people who are you know who are just so eager to hear about some possible the potential for change in Connecticut. Uh, I'll be at an electric boat today, talking to the workers uh, at an electric boat, and then um, you know and just more stops and food uh, uh, food stops like uh, the uh, Long Wharf Plaza, you know the Long Wharf uh, food trucks, and uh, and then I finish tonight with a. Um, uh, you know, with a uh, closing argument, FaceTime live event at seven o'clock on my Facebook page. All right, good. And then tomorrow, it's all more of the same. I'll be visiting precincts and and getting engaged to get a sense of what's going on throughout the state tomorrow. You know, if you if you get the privilege to serve the state as secretary of the state, what would be the first one or two things you would do, like right out of the gate? Oh yeah, I'm I'm already ready for this. I um, we we have one of the important things in Secretary of State is we have to have the proper. You know, uh, technology infrastructure, right? Which it's been failing and kind of neglected for the last decade or so. You know, we have our ter- we have uh, these our election day tabulators that are already still waiting for parts from the primary when they failed, and they, they should have been replaced five years ago. And our software that we manage our elections with, uh, our election software, uh, has goes down every day. And I get calls from clerks and and registrar voters who are trying to do their job. And, because, you know, some of them work 10 hours a week, and for three hours they can't even get into the software to process voters, absentee ballots. So those two things we got to get under control right away. And, um, and that, that will be my, my first mission, to come up with the next generation of, um, of hardware and get it to the legislators so that the state of Connecticut pays for it, not our towns and cities. Uh, you know, this is basic infrastructure, just like cities and roads, right? We, we have to get this stuff right. So those are, those are my first two right. priorities. It's all blocking and tackling, Brian. Yeah. Dominic Rapini, Republican candidate for Secretary of the State here on Brian and Company. Uh, what is your take? And I asked this to Stephanie, and I'm just interested. It may have come out in you know the debates, but what is your stance on early voting? So, you know, overall, I'm, I'm okay with early voting in, in the states that do it because they have, you know, uh, they have county-based government. They don't have 169 towns, and they have full-time election officials. It works okay for them. Uh, but in Connecticut, we lack those that infrastructure, right? Our 80% of our registrar voters are part-time. And so, you know, the, most of the time they're taking care of their grandchildren or they have a full-time job. If they get 30 days of, of early voting, for example, uh, then it, it will crush them. They're going to lose talent and resources. What about, you know, like, what, now, about, what about three or four days or five days? What about a smaller window? Well, so at the end of the day, my job is just to tell the voters what I think they need to hear and not what they want to hear. But as a professional... If, if we, if it's incumbent on me to execute this, I'm going to make, I'm going to get delivered the best voting experience possible. I think, I think a Friday, Saturday is what we can manage the best, quite frankly. And, um, 
and uh, and we'll just have to make that work. But you know, but you know, we don't know though, Brian, because this thing was written as a blank check. It, the, the, you know, a lawmakers who have not even been elected yet could come back with thirty days. We can't control that, right. and in thirty days will cost us fifteen to twenty million dollars. So it's the it's the lack of specificity in this uh, in this referendum that I'm very upset about. Okay, so and basically I think everyone needs to say no to that. Right. So generally speaking, you are in favor of it, but not if it's a month in advance and cost 20 million bucks. Oh yeah. It can't be all, it can't be any of that. And listen, one of the things I, I really care about too, as a, you know, as conservative is voter engagement, right? Think about if people were voting, you know, think about Pennsylvania where 600,000 people voted before, you know, Senator, uh, before Fetterman had his stroke and became, you know, cognitively disabled. Right. I mean, that's, you can't take the, you can't, there's no mulligans on that. You know? So I think that's, you know, you got to maximize the amount of time that you can, learn about your your candidates i mean that's just that's our responsibility as, as voters right as citizens yeah so that to me is one of the big challenges but if we can do two days then i think we can at least help you know we can provide that service and and do it well anything beyond that it's going to be it'll be a uh, it'll be a chaos for us you know i wanted to ask you one of the ads i don't know if it was put by out by you or a third party but it basically took stephanie thomas's words about voter fraud and sort of painted it like she was okay with it when she the context was is that you know you can't bat a thousand but you know you still should try type thing i mean is that do you do you believe that she somehow like is accepting a voter fraud so you know that was my ad so i'll take responsibility for all that right and uh and i stand by it because she was the vice chair of the of the elections committee for two years and she never acknowledged these cases of fraud she never acknowledged them and listen, fraud is not our biggest problem. I want to make sure everyone understands that. But it is essential that we have a zero-tolerance uh, attitude towards fraud so that we can build trust in our elections. And just like we have zero-tolerance for fraud in, our, you know, in, in banking, for example, right? it's got to be zero-tolerance. And she's never taken that position. For me, for a long time, she said there is no fraud in Connecticut. And you, know, you can't fix a problem if you don't acknowledge it. And, I, and those are my, our fundamental differences. I just want to make sure that we eliminate it. And quite frankly, here's, it's going to be very simple to, 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 bring, to bring this down. Every case of voter fraud in Connecticut, I've studied it for three, four years now, has to do with mail-in voting, but most importantly, it has to do with political campaigns, Brian. If we take the political campaigns out of the business of handing out applications for ballots, we can, we can almost eliminate all, all these, uh, these, these, uh, these FBI investigations and all these things that are happening because the political campaigns ruin it for everybody else. So I want to get them out of that business. And then our mail-in voting and our absentee ballot voting is going to be much more uh, secure. We'll have more confidence in it. All right, Dominic. Thanks for the time. Good luck. All right. Thanks, Brian. All right. Dominic Rapini, Republican candidate for Secretary of the State. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For a 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.